0: Today's episode of the Westworld Cast is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, CuffLinks.com. Head on over to CuffLinks.com and use code DVR20 to save 20% off your order. No minimum, baby. CuffLinks has everything you need to look good when you step out into the world. The world is opening up. You need to look good. You're going to events. You're going to weddings. You're going to parties. And you know what? you need to head on over to CuffLinks.com and accessorize, baby. They got everything you need, and there's always specials. Just check the front page. Go on over to CuffLinks.com now. Use code DVR20 and save. Thank you, CuffLinks. Greetings and salutations. This is the Fact Daddy for the Fact Daddy Experience, brought to you by DVR Podcast. Yes, unfortunately, you may hear the cumbersome sounds of air conditioning behind me because it's like over a hundred degrees so i don't want to suffer that greatly anyway moving on so the season four episode seven episode of westworld metanoia oh what does metanoia mean to me relative to the context of the show i'm just gonna go off on this for a second so bear with me thank you very much Uh, i dubbed this uh particular podcast malfeasance i had a kind of hierarchy to how i wanted to discuss what was happening and what i possibly see happening but uh i still have to take in some more information from prior seasons as i keep observing more things within a new and refined light but i'm gonna say something a little weird and it is uh that consciousness itself is the root cause of paranoia so what do i mean by that i feel that other organisms don't have the same self-awareness that a human organism does and our self-awareness projects itself onto our behavior subconsciously in many ways that could be perceived as negative instances of something like this is we are aware that we will die we do not know when so there's always this silent anxiety about when our lives will actually end because we even when seeing others die we still don't fully internalize that that process will occur to us as well. Uh, also, some other thoughts is that it is akin to either metaphysical paranoia, which I just disc you know discussed is is death, um, and also you know meta referring you know s- multiple self references or multiple universes or you know metaverse multi- multiverse other facets or aspects of the human universe that are not confined to the human universe which would be vastly appropriate uh, considering the host species Uh, ultimately it is death and endings which human beings have difficulty reconciling that form the foundation for metaphysical paranoia Um, it's very difficult for us to rectify how our psyche handles death in terms of our day-to-day lives, safety all these other type of things so these are you know prominent issues quasi-permanent issues that weigh on the mind of humanity and of course death arrives with a heavy hand in the form of the man in black I would have to say that uh, I would have never thought that host Caleb, his kid, and Ashley Crunchtime Stubbs would be our clutch lineup for the apocalypse, uh, because a lot of other awesome characters kind of get kicked in the mouth. Now, I refer to Stubbs as Crunchtime because he's hilarious to me. He's the comic relief. He Alleviate some of the anxiety and worry we as viewers have uh, due to the bleak and dour nature of the Westworld universe. Uh, It's incredibly a a dark science fiction piece without a doubt. Um, And it's weird because, you know, the humans of this particular time period are definitive pawns of machine intelligence. And for a pretty substantial duration of time, because, uh, you know, once information doubles itself exponentially in alignment with, like, a Mandelbrot fractal, what occurs is there's this huge gap between our ability to process and apply the information and then our ability to generate the information, information. Sorry. So while we're generating all this information, we end up failing to internalize and apply it in a way that could be safe or appropriate and it's due to the fragility of our psyches the paranoia of our own awareness regarding our existences whether it be religious debates or metaphysical debates most of the time um throughout human history there's been a lot of bloodshed involved in defining these things suffice it to say You know, the story itself presents many metaphysical conundrums for many of its characters, like Caleb. Now Caleb is in his 278th, or possibly 279th, I believe, reiteration. So that's something that's difficult to reconcile psychologically. Um, And then, you know, like you had the time period of Solomon and Rehoboam, and the whole insight structure, and then, you know, ultimate human enslavement by the technology. So, I don't necessarily look at this as a ludite treatise, but as a cautionary tale, it's infinitely horrifying, because human beings are on are many levels incapable of being vulnerable enough to express the empathy and sympathy required for us to get along and thrive as a cooperative species as opposed to cooperation through coercion via money or violence or status. So... It's very rare when uh, human beings will genuinely help another human being not looking for anything. So to have a species that's kind of dependent on our emotional states and to pass on our instability to them was the biggest foible as it regards people in the Westworld universe. Now, another thing about the Westworld universe... Was, you know, having Solomon followed by Heroboam followed by this whole insight deal, I mean, it was as if a perfect storm were both the human tactic of making the art of controlling others far more efficiently via Rehoboam, or the human act of imbuing suffering into an artificially constructed entity and thus triggering consciousness, making suffering the thing in this world that literally makes one feel the most alive. And this is all via Arnold and his development of Hosts for the World Park. So, the suffering makes us feel alive, and terribly so. And uh, there are infinite scenarios that none of us imagine ourselves in, and we literally have no choice but to suffer through them. How many scenarios, whether it's a dying parent and you had to be in the room and watch them die, or... Getting news that a friend died in a car crash on a rainy weekend or any number of horrifying and fucked up things that you have to respond to in the moment that you may not be emotionally, spiritually, psychologically or any otherly capable of dealing with or doing. That suffering is unique to us all, and yet each of us experiences it very differently based on our individual predilections, tastes, sensitivities, and what we're stacked up against. A lot of times, some of the most abused have many things stacked against them, like kids, because you're weak, you're small, you don't have access to a lot of resources. The other individuals are stronger than you and have more resources, and you have to find your way out. That takes Uh, a level of depth, endurance, and just will that I don't think most of us have, or if we have it, is buried deep underneath the myriad of distractions and working miseries that we endure on a day-to-day basis. Uh, But insofar as what I just said, human suffering is unique unto the individual and many of us suffered through the majority of our lives and the moments of respite from all of this is too brief and definitely ephemeral, here and gone instantaneously. And uh, the interesting thing is the previous episode, host William was suffering an identity crisis after coming into contact with an outlier. And each subsequent host uh, Sorry, each host subsequent to William uh, killed themselves after making contact with an outlier. S- so... The thing about that is that none of the previous hosts hosts sorry had any access to their human progenitor. But William had access to human William. And the majority of the hosts previous to him had killed themselves but in this instance uh, host william has human william to kill which he does unabashedly and you know overcoming himself in whatever form and for all practical intents and purposes being the catalyst for the end of the world so why wouldn't this be an inevitable outcome so when william starts his uh his massacre of hosts and Asserting his dominance, of course, it gets pretty horrifying. And without irony, it was his level of cruelty that created such vast suffering. And key hosts, Dolores and Maeve, and others like Teddy, this is what awakened their consciousness. So, again, the architect for these things might have been Arnold, and you know, with assistance, Ford, but in the end it was what william the man in black was doing that that really changed a lot of things and you know the suffering element is terrifying because while other illusions might try to seduce us into pleasure we intentionally avoid pain of any kind emotional physical and otherwise because it hurts and yet, we know something isn't an illusion because if suffering is involved, why would we want that? No one wishes to suffer, so to suffer is the plight of the living. We suffer, irregardless of what form of life we take. And um, there were some interesting things that has mentioned several times about having a greater vision for the evolution of her species. In that the machine intelligence notion of transcendence would technically be a consciousness without form, but not hindered by form either. So obviously if you're formless, you're not hindered by form, but how do you act upon the world? That would be like the nanotechnological version of whatever I'm discussing, is that smaller technology immersed with the world in a kind of hyper surveillance womb, uh, trying to help a newly born conscious species figure out its next step in evolution which if influenced by human emotion which it is who knows what direction it could go in Uh, and Charloris you know she suffered and uh, after Dolores kind of abandoned her uh, the closeness that she felt and the love that she felt was coming from the human beings who were murdered by other human beings so you know she has enemies everywhere and she subverted them but nonetheless the man in black came back and took care of that one too so in this episode we lost Bernard, Maeve and Shaloris ruthlessly and um at the hands of the man in black and again these three characters particularly maven dolores with the man in black you know he's done both of them dirty so this isn't really new but it's kind of holding up the mirror of our being and saying it doesn't really matter the form but the mentality matters and what drives the mentality of william other than for destruction because what he does at the end of the episode as he sends the the sound wave bug machine of doom echoing its eerie sounds into the dissonant minds of all the human beings and just saying come on cockroaches fight to the death but there were no mention of Twinkies that's one of my big issues is that there was no mention of Twinkies now what are they going to do at the end of a season with William having the ball exclusively in his court and Stubbs, Frankie, and Host Caleb being the crew to save the day? Quite honestly, I have no fucking idea. And also, conversation between Teddy and Dolores slash Christina got really weird because... He started talking about how she's not real, they were alluding to simulations, I'm not saying that there was a simulation, but the bottom line is the original concept for Westworld was developed in a simulation, so who's to say there isn't some weird simulation testing slash whatever, who knows to what degrees they've bent or twisted the rules for this show because there's still like little ends and little pieces that are unaccounted for like i was uh looking at some uh, some of the older episodes again and like in season two episode five one of the texts says um a third of the hosts it's like they never had data at all or data at all whichever way you want to say Um, uh, what the hell does that mean and then you go back to the story about flies again and how the flies spread this shit amongst the herd and you heard teddy's version you know teddy wanted to be nice and kind and the herd was saved by the weak and sick being destroyed so what does that mean what what does it even mean to be weak in the context of this story a fragile psyche i mean you know what is the corollary like hosts unlike children um, internalize purely adult human experiences instantly so they built them and you know let's say you built a Dolores and then you put her into a sexual encounter with a normal human being I mean that's a baby psyche I'm not equating her to a baby because you can't timeline machine intelligence that you know becomes self aware but it's still a little awkward and strange. And, you know, basically they were lost, abused, and ruined children who came home to roost. The return of the prodigal son as machine intelligence ready to annihilate everything. Except, at this point, you're not even certain what the end game of Shaloris was other than to just create a safe zone for her species. But her torment and, and hatred for the human species. Led her into other areas and arenas. That I'm not even sure. Ended up serving her. Were worthwhile. Whereas. Excuse me. Whereas. With William. You've kind of seen this coming. He's uh. He's like Daenerys Targaryen. And a lot of people got mad. About how that ended. And I can understand that. But did you honestly. Or. Even realistically think that Daenerys was going to be cool. I mean, she showed her aptitude for murdering mass amounts of people multiple times before the way that show ended. And, you know, William has shown a propensity for a disregard for human and host life alike. Um, To find that his host is not really much different from his human self. His human self was aware of it, you know. The human self even said to him, you know, he, you, know, he kept saying, who am I, who am I, usually you're me. It doesn't matter if you're host or human, you're me. And because, you know, he killed his human self, now he felt fully entitled to claiming himself as William and doing whatever the fuck he needed to do to subvert his across special lifelines or lifetimes. Nemesis is—I <laughs> don't even know if that's a real thing. You know, he has a nemesis in Maeve and a nemesis in Dolores, and uh, the relationship's more complex with Dolores. But it boils down to the same thing—that he uh, dished out a lot of torment and a lot of pain and suffering, and then you know, um, received some very warranted retribution, and is now distributing his vengeance in turn. You know. The thing that makes a cycle vicious is that it's a cycle. It ebbs and flows and maneuvers into these seasons. But each season has a time and that time ends. And that could be applied to many things. Relationships, scenarios, windows of opportunity. Uh, Many things are just moving and flowing in such a way that one can't ascertain readily where they're headed. So heading into the last episode of a season this was a great fucking episode you know shit hitting the fan and things imploding but when you look at the lineup of William versus host Caleb Frankie as an adult and our boy comic relief himself Mr. Ashley Stubbs I don't really know what the fuck's gonna happen I don't really know the severity of it because it's not like they can stop what's going on with the tower. And if that's, you know, that's just within the confines of the city, that's one thing. But literally, the map for the game, as Shaloris was calling it and as others were calling it, it's for the world on a deeper level. Because in another episode, uh, Christina was saying, as she was looking through stuff, she was saying, oh... Like, this is the world. This isn't just a game. So I don't know the great impact of that particular tower on the entire planet, but uh, definitely everyone within that city was affected. I don't know how far the impact went, but it's bad. It's an apocalyptic event. So basically, I guess the mission will be to take out host William. I don't know how easy that's going to be considering he's a host, but now he's basically William with that personality matrix you know he might have achieved actual fidelity in a way that none of his priors could or did anyway so i'm looking forward to the season finale big time uh and definitely you know all the strings being tied up as we proceed towards the fifth and final season but i have to say this is one of our most remarkable shows and I know that is taken from other science fiction and whatever. But listen, themes are going to be similar, especially in the modern age. Themes are alienation of technology, of what does and does not make human consciousness. We've been asking that question of ourselves for century, centuries. You have the Turing test. You have all sorts of different things that, that mechanized our perception of the world, whether it be the Gutenberg Galaxy and the advent of the printing press, And, you know, millions of people no longer not having access to information. And you can see how information transforms people to today where people have access to much information and yet most of it is useless. Or it's not utilized properly. Or, you know, the vast majority of our problems stem from the way we utilize things. But there is an emotional component to our existence as we are emotional beings. It's not always rational and, you know, you interject an irrational human psyche in the maelstrom of a vast artificial machine intelligence. And what you're going to get is a confrontation worthy of viewership. Hence why this shit's on TV. I'm the Thack Daddy. Thanks for listening. Definitely looking forward to what's coming next. I'm still like decoding and looking and seeing what I can see. But it's going to be pretty exciting. Um, I, I think it's one of the one of the best seasons. I mean, my favorite episodes are in season two, episodes five and eight. They don't really contribute vastly to the overarching story. They're just fucking awesome. My opinion, of course. I, I'm, I'm glad they exist. Anyway, back, Daddy, saying peace out. Looking forward to discussing this next and final episode and. uh Everybody just take care, be safe, stay hydrated. Smile and look at the people you love and enjoy their presence because the next 10 minutes isn't even promised, let alone tomorrow. So take care. Later.